0: Final horn has sounded, and today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Postgame Live on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Cougar Postgame Live is brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit FirstColonyMortgage.com. Here's your host, Jason Shepard.
1: BYU gets the win, taking down Utah State tonight at the Marriott Center. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. Presented by Big O Tires, the team you trust, Cougars defeating the Aggies 82-71, to and remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50, that's BYU50, at papajohns.com tomorrow, and you will receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. BYU back in action on Saturday, and remember, this is a very early game for BYU to be playing, They will be facing Creighton in South Dakota. In fact, the game will be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Tip-off. Mountain time is 10 a.m. That means we will be on the air bright and early Saturday morning with Cougar pregame live at 9 o'clock a.m. So after the uh, the win tonight over Utah State, next up is the Creighton Blue Jays in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Let's update you on other games featuring teams from the state of Utah. Only one game fits the bill. Weber State on the road at Washington State. Second half just underway in Pullman, and it's the Cougars leading the Wildcats 41-29, Washington State with the lead with 18 minutes to go in the second half. All other local teams, their games are final. We will start with the University of Utah falling to TCU, the Horn Frogs defeating the Utes 76-62. Utah's record drops to 6-3, and so that means when BYU faced Utah, both teams came in at 5 and 0. Obviously BYU got that victory. Since beginning 5 and 0, Utah is now 1 and 3 in their next 4 games. Also, Southern Utah taking on Utah Valley in Cedar City and uh, and we mentioned this with the loss to Utah Valley, you really need UVU to keep winning and so that that loss actually looks better and better the more UVU wins. Unfortunately, the Wolverines fall to the T-Birds by four. 60-56 is the final score. Southern Utah with the victory over Utah Valley. All right, top 25 games. Only uh, one going on right now. It is 11th-ranked Arizona taking on Wyoming with 19 minutes to go in the second half. It is 55-22, Wildcats all over the Cowboys. Everything else in the top 25 is a final. 19th-ranked Michigan State defeats Minnesota 75-67. West Virginia upsets 15th-ranked Yukon, 56-53. Number 20, Florida Gators, 30 better than North Florida at 85-55. And number 22, Wisconsin defeating Indiana by a final score of 64 2 In the WCC, it is not a conference game, but it does feature a conference team, the San Francisco Dons, hosting Fresno State, and it is the Bulldogs with a nine-point lead over the Dons, 39-30, with 17 minutes to go in the second half. All right, coming up next, we'll update you on the night in the NBA, including Quite a performance from Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz at Minnesota. It's all coming up after this break. BYU getting the win tonight over Utah State, 82-71. More Cougar Postgame Live coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. BYU improving to 8-1 on the season. Tonight beating Utah State at the Marriott Center 82-71. to Tonight at Target Center was the Utah Jazz taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves. And it was a back-and-forth game in the first half, but the second half belonged to the Utah Jazz. They cruise to the victory 136-104. Donovan Mitchell with 36 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists. I believe that's now 4 games in a row for Mitchell with at least 30 points points uh before we wrap things up just a couple other nba games going on right now at the break warriors two better than the trailblazers at 47 45 kings also at the break leading the orlando magic 70 to 67 that's a wrap for cougar Post Game live after the break we'll send you back to the marriott center for the cougar locker room show trevin nell standing by with greg and mark your final from provo cougars getting the win over the aggies 82 71 and you heard it all right here on the new skin byu sports network Utahns love staying active, and Intermountain Healthcare is here to help keep it
0: out. Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show.
2: Marcelo, angle left. Marcelo, elbow Game. jumper. Got it!
0: The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics now let's head back to the built bar courtside seats and join the voice of the cougars greg rubell
2: brought to you in part by brady industries brady industries a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment brady industries honestly better learn more at bradyindustries.com byu 82 and utah state 71 is our final score tonight well, It was one week ago tonight that byu was in orem uh, battling through sickness and injury and a really disappointing setback to then rebound with two really nice wins at the wee- uh, at the weekend in Springfield, Missouri against Missouri State and tonight against Utah State. And joining us to chat about it is Trevin Nell. Trevin, tonight 13 points and a team high plus 17. Trevin, thanks for coming on. Congratulations to you and the boys.
3: (laughs) Thank you. It was a big win.
2: Let's maybe just speak to that last week. I mean, what has transpired with this team, this locker room, and on this floor uh, in the last seven days since that tough one in Orem? Um, I mean, our pace. Coach Pope talks a
3: ton about our pace and how we need to get our pace better and also just being able to trust each other. I think a lot of times we're standing just waiting for someone to make a play instead of just moving that ball and and just trusting that next pass. And so this whole week we've always been – like talking about how we need to look each other in the eye and just trust each other and so that was a huge talk before the game is hey look each other in the eye and let's do this for each other you know and we had a lot of guys sick last week um and we're finally on the uprise of this little flu that's going around but um there's no excuses and that's something else we've talked about is hey nobody cares if someone's sick nobody cares especially you know the the rankings or whoever we're playing against and so we just need to go out there and battle and again just trust each other
2: so the X's and O's and the assignments they're important clearly they're important they're part of this game but what you just described is a lot of stuff that has nothing to do with X's and O's <laughs> exactly you know our coaching staff is
3: great about um, personnel and I'm getting us ready for the team but it all comes down to trusting each other and I don't I think I, that really showed tonight that we trust each other Alex made huge plays for us he found me wide open a couple times and that just to trust um, that next shot, and he, him and Tijon are great teammates. They talk to me every single day, hey, the next one's falling. Hey, <laughs> just let it go. You know, stop thinking about it. The next one's going to fall, and it really showed tonight.
4: Trev, my man, that was awesome tonight. You looked so good. You seemed to be playing with real confidence, and I, I knew the threes would come for you. You're just too good a shooter, but what I like is you seem to have developed uh, some confidence and some determination to get in the paint, score in the paint. Was that a conscious thing, or is just the natural evolution of your 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 uh, and a play and your what the coaches are looking for from you?
3: Um, I think it's just an evolution. You know, Coach Pope talks to me, talks to me every single game. He's like, "Hey, I trust that little floater you have, and so don't be afraid to take it because I trust it." And just the confidence he has in me um, helps me to put the ball on the floor and be confident. And you know, when you have a guy like Caleb that rolls really hard and takes two with him, it makes it a lot easier. But yes, and you know, Coach Shorty, he, he he prides himself on getting us ready for games and um, putting the work in the offseason. And so before the game, he goes, dang, Trev, you look big tonight. And I said, hey, it's going to show tonight.
2: <laughs> Utah State uh, won an early season tournament, beat Oklahoma. Good net, good Ken Palm. Solid team, 6-2 and two, with excellent coaching. Had a real grinder with St. Mary's last week. You beat a really good basketball team out there tonight.
3: Yeah, credit to them. They're, the coaching staff is great. I love those guys over there. You know, Brock Miller is a great dude. His story is incredible, and so you know they they played their their hearts out, and we we're lucky to come out on top.
2: You guys had a 20 point lead in the second half, that's seven. What is the mindset as a collective, and what are you individually thinking when the game gets to that point?
3: Defense, defense, and stops. We have a little kill chain, you know, that mm-hmm. Coach Short sometimes wears or some of our managers, and so that was our thing was, hey, can we get a kill? Just three stops in a row, can we get a kill? And once we focus more on um, defense instead of offense I think it started to show that um, we, we can get stops with anybody
2: we'll take a break we'll come back and conclude our conversation with Trevin Nell Trevin tonight uh, an, ex- an excellent night uh, five for six from the field including three for four from three he added four rebounds in 27 minutes of play as he gets to start and BYU's got an excellent record when Trevin Nell starts all time BYU's now six and one when Trevin's on the floor to begin the game. He was tonight, and the Cougars ended the game as a winner, 82-71 over USU. More with Trevin next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grabell.
2: BYU now 8-1 and on the season after an 82-71 home win over Utah State to Utah State 6-3 and on the year. But they're 6-0 when they out-rebound the opposition, now 0-3 when they don't win the rebound battle. And it's always been important, Trevin, we're talking with Trevin Nell, but especially since you've lost some size, it's it's, it's an even harder and a tougher task to do what you want to do on the glass and out-rebounding Utah State tonight like you did. 31-26 to was a big part of tonight's win.
3: It's huge. Uh, we taught, that's one of our keys to the game is rebounding. And since we lost Gavin, a huge loss for us, we all got to come together and everybody's got to rebound. Everybody's got to do their job. And so that's what something I'm trying to work on a ton is just getting in there, being another body, and helping our team rebound, both on the offensive end and defensive.
4: Trap, 13 in the first half. And then Spencer comes and gets eight in the second half. So you get 21 and six out of that, that position. That's pretty good, maybe. Tell us a little bit about Spencer and uh, what kind of what he brings to the team.
3: Yeah, I love Spencer. Me and Spencer, we it's funny because last year we were kind of competing for minutes and stuff, and um, I was like, okay, I, I'm not gonna talk to this kid for a little bit. And <laughs> we actually are best friends. We're roommates now when we go on road trips. Um, his wife is amazing. They they love to do this stuff together. Um, his wife and my wife. But, um, yeah, is a great guy. He's he's kind of adopted my stop shot over here. <laughs> and so <laughs> – um, but he's shooting the heck out of the ball, and he's playing with a lot of confidence. And, you know, every single time we come out, we talk to each other, see what each other sees out on the court. And it's just a huge trust that me and him have and a huge, like, great relationship we have right now.
2: You mentioned Gavin a minute ago, and you must have seen him coming to be with the team tonight on the sideline.
3: That's huge, you know, to have another career – kind of ending injury for the season and then to come support us that just shows how much he's involved with the team and how amazing this locker room is you know this team is something super special we're going to continue to do special things and to see him here was you know a huge lift for us and to know that he's okay and everything's going well with him
2: how does eight and one through nine sound to you it sounds great you
3: know and (laughs) We're excited to get Creighton on Saturday. It's going to be a fun game in, up in South Dakota. Yeah.
2: So, you ever been to South Dakota? I've never been, so, so you're checking excited. it off? Yeah, I'm going to
3: check it, check it off right now.
2: <laughs> Creighton, uh, another great name team. And, man, I mean, the schedule Coach Pope and Coach Robinson have put together for you guys, it's just quality top to bottom, isn't
3: it? It's amazing. You know, it, it tests us in every different level. And it's something that's going to get us ready for this tournament um, when it comes to conference time and, you know, hopefully when the NCAA tournament starts. Well, Trev,
4: you know you got a special place in my heart because when you got off your mission, I'm sure you remember that you came and spoke for me. But you drove about four hours each way to speak for me, so I'm I'm forever indebted to you. And I was just, I'm so invested in your career and want you to succeed. But it, I know it's all all about the team, but it has to feel good on a personal level to you know be starting and, and performing at a high level. How do you, how are you feeling personally about your progress here at BYU?
3: I feel really good, and hey, if anybody wants to know, Mark gave me some juju before the game. That's what, that's what happened.
4: Well, you know, if, if I had that much power, I would have been a lot better player myself, trust me.
3: From,
2: um, from one gifted shooter to another <laughs> yeah, tonight. right. Exactly. I think he made more threes tonight than I made in my career. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, it's it's a Saturday game, so a chance to or, you know, get a practice in. I think you're going to leave tomorrow, get out there because it's an early game on Saturday. So you want to give yourself a full day out there on Friday, right?
3: Yeah, we're going to leave tomorrow night. Um, we're going to get up tomorrow morning, get a lift in, and just kind of reset our brains to waking up a little earlier than. Because it than is a morning. morning
2: game on Saturday, 11 a.m. In, in Sioux Falls.
3: Yep, 11 a.m. there, 10 a.m. our time. Yep. So it's going to be it's going to be a little different, but we're 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 ready for any challenge, you know.
2: Well, you get to go out. A little early. You might be ahead of the storm. Mark and I just hope to make it through the storm to get to you on Saturday. So uh, either way, we hope to see you in Sioux Falls. Congratulations on tonight. Excellent win over a very good team. And by the way, before we end up with you, wrap up with you, this is the one home game in a five-week span. (laughs) And I, I don't know what the actual attendance number was tonight, but it was basically a full house—fifteen thousand six hundred sixty-nine. So almost sixteen thousand fans in the building. The Rock was in effect. What a great night!
3: It's a great night. Cougar Nation is so special to be able to play in front of these fans. This was my dream. I told my wife, I was like, hey, "I get to start tonight, and I get to <laughs> fulfill my dream in front of everybody." And it's, it's Cougar Nation is special. They love their fans. And, you know, we love to play in front of these guys.
2: So are we saying it's not coincidence that Utah State missed its first six free throws into the Rock in the second half?
3: There's no coincidence. No no way <laughs> anybody's going 100% against the Rock.
2: <laughs> love it. Trevin, thank you again. Thank you. That's nice Trevin show. Nell. We'll take a break, come back with Coach Pope. Visible Supply Chain Management is a sponsor of the Cougar Locker Room Show. From freight to packaging to fulfillment to small parcel services, Visible is driven to reimagine the entire supply chain. Visible Supply Chain Management, a Maersk company. Learn more at visiblescm.com. Postgame coverage continues after this break. It is BYU 82 and USU 71, our final score from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. Also by Mountain America Credit Union, Mountain America Official Credit Union of BYU Athletics. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: This is the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU head coach Mark Pope soon to join us here courtside. In the interim, let's hear some words from Ryan Odom, head coach of Utah State. His team falls to BYU, eighty-two to seventy-one. Our thanks to intern Jacob Habel for getting these post game comments from Coach Odom a short time ago. Yeah,
5: credit to BYU. Um, you know, I think they, they played extremely well right out of the gates. Um, they put a lot of pressure on us offensively. They were getting the ball up the court uh, really fast. Um, They're really tough to guard coming out of that left corner, going downhill right down the lane. And we really struggled with that early in the game. Uh, having Rylan and Steven pick up two fouls you know, early in that, that game as well you know, certainly wasn't the best of scenarios for us. Um, But having said that, you know, we still were within striking distance, um, you know, at that point. But didn't play our type of basketball in the first half. Defensively, we were not really good at all. Um, And I think certainly they had a lot to do with that. Uh, Their offense challenged us, and we were kind of on our heels from the very beginning. And then offensively, where we had opportunities to kind of settle it down, uh, you know, we had too many turnovers, you know, being kind of kept us, you know, somewhat within striking distance with his 16 points in the first half. Um, and then, you know, we were able to, to kind of regroup, we had to change kind of our ball screen defense in the second half, try to just to keep our chest a little bit more in front of them. And I thought our guys did a much better job, um, you know, even though we ended up getting down right around 20, I think, or I'm not sure what the biggest lead was within the game, but our guys kept fighting. And uh, that's what Aggies do. And, um, you know, we got it to a point where it was seven. Our whole goal was let's get it inside of ten and let's try to begin to put a little bit of game pressure, you know, on them. And I think our guys did that. We, we had it right to where we wanted it. And then, unfortunately, we just didn't finish it, you know, with baskets. You know, we had a couple of turnovers mixed in with obviously the obvious missed free throws. And when you have such a deficit like we had – um, you know, sometimes you, when you're coming back like that, it takes so much energy to come back. You know, you run the risk of, of missing some things there. But, um, you know, unfortunate, you know, that we couldn't put a little bit more pressure on them there at the end. But, you know, credit to them. They made their free throws down the stretch and, and kind of finished it out. But um, I am proud of the guys' effort in that second half and, and in, in terms of their uh, willingness to fight for it. Questions from the group in here?
6: It seemed like free throws, hadn't. you guys had kind of fixed that a little bit. I mean, early
5: in the season It was a yeah. game, but it seemed like that was just a – I don't know, I mean, it was weird, with then, it was everybody, wasn't just – Sometimes somebody. it can be contagious, we've all seen it. You know, you watch sports long enough, watch basketball long enough, it happens. And, and you know, the fatigue, don't underestimate yeah. the fatigue when you're out there on the court and you're down 20 and you're chasing them around and then all of a sudden you're beginning to get back in it. that's your time to relax and sometimes you relax too much and then you see your buddy miss one and then it's like oh boy and so that's just a learning lesson for us you know we've all been in those moments we gotta we gotta hammer it home we can't be afraid of those moments we gotta knock them in coach talk a little bit more about the the defensive deficiencies in the first half it seemed like there was a little bit of miscommunication like on screens and stuff and then how detrimental is that to go down double digits on the road in the first half? Yeah, no, it was huge. I mean, they, they did a really n- nice job of coming out of that, that left corner, handing it off, and getting downhill on us. And, you know, we weren't switching effectively. We weren't recognizing the switches quick enough because um, those are technically emergency switches. We were stepping out some on some of the ball screens, and they got us over the top, you know, a couple of times as well. And so, yeah, miscommunications is probably a a, a good way to put it. Um, but you know, all in all, the biggest thing about defense is keeping a chest in front of somebody. And I think in the second half, we did that uh, much better. And you know, so I was I was pleased with that. It's something that we can build build upon. Probably should have gone to that a little bit earlier, you know, in the first half, just to kind of see. And we didn't do that. We just kind of stuck with what we were. Our game plan was initially, and and. We didn't execute it very well, quite honestly.
1: Coach, your first trip down here to Provo. What's your thoughts on the rivalry and the influence that the student section had on on the game? Team?
5: Yeah, they're loud. Yeah, I mean they're very loud. Excellent, um, you know, place to play a game. You know, fun atmosphere, and and uh, certainly our guys were excited to play, and I know BYU was as well. And, and so we've got a ton of respect, you know, for Coach Pub and and his program, and and certainly the. The fans are always a part of it. And we, th- these are the fun games that you want to be a part of. And uh, I, wish, I wish we had played a little bit better, you know, than we did. Um, but you got to give BYU credit.
6: Anything else from the room? Trevor Neal kind of got loose in the first half. He did. That.
5: I mean, Again, it goes back to this you know, question, you know, in terms of the miscommunications. When you're in those situations with two on the ball and you're chasing it all the time, and all of a sudden, Somebody those else. those guys can get loose. And uh, he's a good player, and we certainly didn't want him shooting open open shots, you know, like he did. And they move it very fast, and and, uh, and you got to you got to try to keep up there. And, and we weren't in that first half.
2: All right, that is Ryan Odom, head coach of the Utah State Aggies. His postgame comments, and again, thanks to our intern, Jacob Habel, for getting those for us and getting them on the air for you. We'll take a break. We'll come back and hear from BYU's head coach, Mark Pope. Coach Pope's Cougars defeat the Aggies of Utah State. Final score, 82-71. to Coach Pope is coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebell.
2: BYU 82, Utah State 71 is our final score in front of 16,000 fans at the Marriott Center. BYU improves to 8-1 and one on the year. And the Cougs were also—they are also now seven and one, when leading with five minutes to go. BYU was leading with five minutes to go, and closes this one out tonight against a very game Utah State team. The Aggies down by as many as twenty. Made it interesting late. BYU closes it out even later, and does get to eight and one on the year. Head coach Mark Pope just put on the headset. Coach Pope, congratulations to you and the boys on another. I see yet another big win. Yeah, I mean, my gosh,
6: guys, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is. <laughs> It's a lot of a lot of tough games, but it makes it fun. And these guys got a lot of they got a lot. They're digging in and 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 fighting every game. And I was super proud. You know, we we just do we not look just so different out there. It just is delightful and fun. And and I couldn't be happier for our guys.
2: It, it, it's uh, it's stylistically uh, different. Um, you're looking at different people, but it's all still about trust they Nell hit on that word in his interview with us in in the post game and how important is that to what you're trying to get done right now
6: yeah it's you know good players win games for sure but but um, but special locker rooms put together great seasons that that is just a hundred percent the truth it's so true and so um, you, know, you think about a guy like trevin uh where not once ever you know he hasn't shot the ball great especially relative to how he's capable he hasn't shot the ball great and we're, we're eight and one now nine games in and and not one time has one guy looked twice at him unless he, unless he turned a shot down and when you get to be in that type of environment and uh, it's it's pretty special and so there's a lot of trust developed there with these guys they just they just believe in each other, and, and um, you know they, they believe that they can win by making shots and not making shots, and they believe that they can count on the other guy to fill his defensive rotations and assignments, and, and that they believe that each other going to make the right play for them offensively, and, and most importantly, they believe that things go good or bad, they're going to have each other's back. And um, so that that's the recipe for a locker room that could have a really good season.
2: Trevin bangs his first three threes tonight, finishes with 13, and a team-high plus 17 for you on the night. And, and, and he gets to start again.
6: And he had two unbelievable uh, plays downhill off the ball screen where he finished uh, that were super important for us. And that's actually, I'm equally as excited about that part of his game as, as I am him making shots because he's got so much more to his game. So great night for him, super proud of him.
4: I'm not a coach, but if I'm facing Utah State, I'm very concerned about one, Mr. Bean. And he's a terrific player. He had a pretty good first half. I think he only had two points, maybe four in the second half. But I, I thought Gideon particularly did a nice job on him. Great to have him have had seven boards. Uh, you know, Nice to have him back. But tell us about the, the strategy on, on Justin Bean and I mean, just to hold him under his averages, I think, is a huge accomplishment.
6: Yeah, I mean, he had 16 in the first half, and they were pretty easy, right? Uh, you know, coming in, um, you know, we, we, we talked about C-man and ball, like which is a defensive shell concept that's so important where he just – destroys you you know we talked about it before the game we talked about it yesterday he's such a talented cutter as soon as you get stuck in a gap or stuck in a help rotation and you lose sight of him it's like a cue for him he's gone and he's big and he can finish and he's athletic and he's got great hands and and uh, so uh he he causes some real problems early on uh but sen responded well and gideon uh you know gideon just makes a huge difference for our team guys like he I said this in BYU TV. I think there were several times where he was not sure if he was on offense or defense or (laughs) if he was on the blue team or the white team, Um, but – But just his presence on the court, and and I'm saying that because he's still in this brain fog of, like, being so sick for for 10 days. But uh, just his presence on the court makes a difference for us, and he he made a huge contribution today.
2: Let's get to our economics partners' valuable stat of the game, whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes. When your business needs evaluation, the right partner is economics partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. And I'm going a little, uh, I don't know if you think it's under the radar or not, Coach Pope, but I'm going to go to Fusene Traore, mm-hmm. going eight for eight from the free throw line for a valuable stat of the game tonight. When the game was on the line, this freshman stood up, stepped up there and made every single free throw to help you keep this game where it needed to be down the stretch.
6: Yeah, I mean, Fus was incredible tonight. So... He uh, he had a uh, couple huge post possessions that were just so good, and then uh, you know he, he came up with huge rebounds down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively, he was really really solid in a very difficult, complicated defensive scheme for him, with with Utah State's best shooters being fours and fives, and so they run a bunch of stuff, a bunch of pistol stuff, a bunch of like flow stuff to a to a flare to a pop. And Spence helped him out one time, and but he had guys on the team helping, but. Foose was unbelievable on the defensive end. And then the best part of it, when was the last time you had a freshman big down the stretch who just said, nah, I'm actually going to keep – I'm not going to find Alex Barcelo or Tizan Lucas. I'm going to hold on his ball because I know I can go to the free throw line and bang all these free throws. I mean, it just makes me so happy, like just just Foose's – Uh, his confidence and his composure and the way he protects the ball and takes care of the ball and the way he stepped at the free throw line and made free throws. And uh, he just is, he's not like, I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. you just don't see freshman big like this. You don't. Like with his composure, it's really special. New BYU career high for Foos tonight, 14 points. Yeah, I mean, come on, it's not gonna be like uh, his trajectory is gonna be really special. Now the problem with Foose, so he's gonna get a big head now. He's gonna be like, I'm the guy. He's be like, don't don't pass the ball to Alex anymore, guys. I'm the I'm the guy. No, he won't do that. He's actually one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever known. So and,
2: and during the last couple of minutes, uh, Coach Pope brought brought Foose on over uh, to sit alongside, so he could hear his coach talk on him a little bit.
6: Yeah, yeah, we're we're really blessed to have him. Uh, you know, he has got brings a joy into the gym, and and a, and a he's kind to everybody except for the opponent. And um, <laughs> he really cares. Like, you know, if, 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 if things don't go right on the court, I think Foose takes it all on himself. Like, he feels this responsibility for this team, and he just is a, a great soul, man. Any chance? Uh, if Mom and Dad can't be listening to this in Mali right now, can they?
2: Well, they could. I'm not sure they will be, but they could. What, t- what time it. is it in Mali right now?
6: It's three, 3 o'clock in the morning.
2: <laughs> probably, uh, not, probably not listening to you right now. We're
6: trying to, we're trying to work on uh, – we're trying to get these broadcasts straight out to – we're trying to figure out a way to get them straight to, straight to mom and dad. And well, then we've we got to figure out a way to get mom and dad here for some games.
2: Got to do that. I'll make sure that uh, Bobby knows all the uh, apps they need to have on their phone just yeah. it's so they can at least listen to what's going on yep. if they can't see it. All right, we'll take a break. We'll conclude with Coach Pope as we continue here on the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU 82, USU 71, our final on the new skin, BYU Sports Network
0: you're listening to the cougar postgame coaches show on the new skin byu sports network now back to the voice of the cougars greg rubell
2: BYU Creamery, Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. BYU 82, USU 71 is our final score. And uh, we're talking about this uh, with Trevin and amongst ourselves, Coach Pope, but, I mean, BYU's defeated Utah State 10 consecutive times, 10 straight years. As many good coaches and players and as good a venue as the spectrum is that go through there, to beat Utah State Ten straight times. The amount of effort that takes, mm. that's a great program. And, and that's an amazing run the team is on right now.
6: Well, you think about it, last year – no, two years ago, they were – I think they were ranked 17th in the country the, the week before we played a at Vivint. And then um, – and then last year, you know, they put together a great season. They went to the NCAA tournament again, and this team is is poised to make another run in the NCAA tournament. The the program, it's a great program. You know, the tendon is an anomaly. I mean, that just is, it, you know, doesn't doesn't make any sense. But this Ryan Odom is a great coach, and I actually think he's a great human being. I love his staff. I mean, how blessed are we in the state of Utah right now? Between Ryan and Craig and and Randy and. And Mark and, um, you know, just every coach at every program right now is just killing it. And it makes – I don't know why we keep doing these in-state <laughs> games. Like, it doesn't make any sense. You know, I don't know what this is, guys. We're 8-1, and one, and I think seven of our games have been top 100 teams. This is insanity. But the guys have rung the bell, and I'm I'm super proud of them.
2: Three in-state games down, one to go. By the way.
6: Yep, we got um Weber, Weber which Weber might be the hardest one of all. <laughs> actually, it might be the hardest game of all of them. It's on the road. They're a great team. That's they haven't lost yet. they beat everybody, and so it's just a it's a it's a tremendous time uh, for 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 basketball and football for sports in the state of Utah right now, and uh, we're we're super super grateful to be a part of it.
4: We've talked a little bit well a lot about how you've been forced almost to to change how this team plays as to what you maybe thought coming into the season. And, and you have to give up some things. But, I, I mean, it seems like as I watch – a little more potent offensively. You got a little, maybe a little better spacing on the perimeter, more threats on the perimeter. And you see, I mean, that that seems to be a positive aspect of the way you've had to change. Is that accurate?
6: Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have to earn more. You know, pace is, is now, pace is always, I always said pace is the most important part of the thing in my program. But it wasn't in the first seven games. Uh, but it has become now a premium. I'll tell you what's going to really help us, where we're going to be able to merge the two. Like, we were just crushing people on a glass, and we're not. I was super proud that we yeah, won won the game on a glass today. But, but what's going to happen is, as Foos and Atiki become more comfortable, I'm going to be able to split Caleb's minutes between the five and the four. I'm going to be able to, you know, as Gideon gets more, I'll be able to split his minutes between the four and the three and play send some of the three. And really, if you think about it, you know, that gives me my three, four, five rebounding again. So we have a chance. We have a chance. You know, we're going to grow both ways. We're, gonna, we're not walking away from pace ever again. Like, that is just going to be a DNA of this team. We're going to fight for it every single day. And then as Foos and Z get more comfortable, we're able to slide the roster downstream a little bit. It'll help us on the glass.
2: Last couple things. You're up 20 with 11 minutes to play. Five minutes later, you're up seven. Okay, and you're a week removed from a game where things kind of slipped late and they were slipping a little bit. You got to seven. What allowed this team to kind of grab the reins, pull this thing back, and finish it out the way you did?
6: Well, two things. One is uh, we're playing great teams. I mean, Utah State is – you know, they're, they're, I don't know what, they were 6 and 7-2 coming in and they're ranked number 50 in the country. You know, you're just not going to walk away from a team like that, especially when we're not whole as a team. And so it's kind of baked into the cake. Like, we're up 20, and we're like, hey, we know there's going to be runs. Like, that's what basketball is. Um, our pace is going to invite more runs. Um, you know, fatigue on the court tonight invited that run a little bit. And so it, we, it's kind of baked into the cake. We understand it's the nature of the game. We understand it's going to have. And the, the reason the guys are able to respond to is just kind of stay with it. They stay tough. They're veteran guys. We got a great backcourt. Uh, Foose made huge plays down the stretch. Uh, we, you know, we went through this. We were not great defensively tonight. A lot of that credit is due to Utah State because with their four and five shooting so well, we the floor is so spaced all the time, and so we missed some fundamental things like. Our bottom was absent the whole night. Like we're kind of like, what is happening out here? Guys are just driving from the pro lane and getting all the way to the rim. That's not us at all. But that was a that was a, you know part and parcel of what Utah State does. That's why they're good. Is they cause that huge challenge for you. So um, it's just listen, we're playing all great teams. Like every team is going to make a run, and um, it's just it's it's not a it's it's not so much a matter of like us freaking out about somebody making a run is it is about us understanding, hey, we can absorb it and we can fix it and we'll make it right and we're going to have our runs too and that's going to be the nature of this team and that's why it's going to be super fun for fans <laughs> because they're never going to get bored. Anything <laughs> could happen.
2: Mark did make I would, I wouldn't mind being bored. <laughs> Mark, Mark said he wanted a boring game tonight. It wasn't one of these games. Last thing, uh, 16,000 fans remember?
6: So speaking of boring games, you guys remember what happened in this gym... What was it? What was it? Nine years ago? Eight years ago? Craig Cusick. Uh, this Utah, Utah State. State game. The game was like a. does st- a mess the whole night, and this Craig Cusick gets a tip in with no time left on the day that he finds out that his dad is 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 is. is you know, is deathly ill, Ill. Yeah. and uh, like this series is really special. I know that the ten and zero is it's an anomaly, like, but but this is a really special series with a great team. This Utah st- State State program is a great program.
2: And if you're looking up in the stands tonight from the floor, you saw a full house, and you saw rocks oh, to God. the rafters again, yeah. and you saw a team go for six from the free throw line yeah. into the rock in the second half until Rylan made a couple late. It's a real thing. It's become a thing, and, and the crowd support. I get the, they, again, they they get one home game in a five week span. Yeah. They made a count.
6: Tonight. i you know we have a little bit of a our budget is going to grow at the big 12 i'm telling you what i'm doing i'm getting 50 buses <laughs> we're gonna bust the rock to every away game actually I'm, I'm, I'm making that up but i like the idea actually now i'm thinking about it. maybe we can make that happen
2: yeah professors they, are professors are really excited about dealing with all the <laughs> we'll take the professors
6: hey we we did online classes for a whole year why can't we go back to it
2: okay it's on the to-do list here uh 2023 uh Coach Pope, you guys have Creighton now uh, Saturday, and in yeah. Sioux Falls at the uh, it's a neutral site closer to Creighton, of course, than than BYU. The Sanford Pentagon, you've got them in a morning tip. So with with an 11 a.m. Local time, 10 o'clock mountain time. Tip, how do you look to adjust to get your guys ready for that? Yeah,
6: I'm super proud of the guys. So after the game, you know, we have f- fatigue and illness. We're, we're com- coming out of it. But, like, you could see, like, there were times where Tijon was about to fall over, right? And uh, we had a lot of fatigue on the floor just as a result of missed some practice and some sickness and all kind of stuff. And so the plan had been we would have an 8 a.m. Uh, lift and breakfast tomorrow and then, and then practice again in the afternoon and then jump on a plane and go to get us started on this early morning uh, kind of workout wake-up deal. We're going to also have an early practice on Friday in South Dakota, wherever we're going. And then we'll play early morning on Saturday. Uh, but but my concern with the guys' fatigue, I kind of put it in front of them after the game. I'm like, hey, what do you guys think, man? Would it be be better served to go to sleep? And they're like, nope, we're coming. We'll see you at 8. Most importantly, Bob, Chef Bobby Hordusky, is cooking. So when they found out that Bob Hordusky was cooking breakfast, they're like, woo, let's go. <laughs> Chef Hordusky in the house.
2: Is he has he got breakfast? Is he doing breakfast? No, he kills
6: him and our our managers and coaches, they could open their own restaurant. It's incredible. <laughs> you guys want to come at 8 o'clock? It's incredible. No. What they the, <laughs> the culinary works of art that they manufacture in the annex, it is wow. staggering.
4: You got you got cooking facilities in the annex?
6: Oh, Leanne is sitting here. She's like, Mark, She's shut like, come. up. <laughs> shut up up enough. No, she's not talking about Mark Dredd. She's talking about her husband, Mark Pope. She's talking about both. She's <laughs> like, can I cannot stand listening to you one more second.
2: Thank you, Coach Pope. Congrats. All right, guys. It's fun to win, isn't it? It is great. Let's go, Cougs. We hope to see you in South Dakota. Oh, I say we hope because the weather's going to get squirrely. We'll see how this thing goes. All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's thank our crew back at BYU Radio. Jacob Habel, who was both there and here Helping out Terry South, our coordinating producer, and helping out Greg Grubel, the play-by-play guy, with post-game audio tonight. So thank you to intern Jacob, Jacob Habel, our coordinating producer, as mentioned, Terry South. Tanner Graff and uh, Josh Cloward were our control board operators tonight. Sean O'Neill, managerial help engineers, Sean Fay and Barry Squires. And our studio host, Jason Shepard. That is our crew at BYU Radio. So for my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant, our thanks also go out to John McBride and Tyson Jex of the BYU Basketball Media Relations Athletic Communications staff. Our appreciation to Coach Mark Pope and Treva Nell for their post-game interviews. Coach Pope pregame as well. For all those folks, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Final score, BYU 82, Utah State 71. That is going to do it. BYU and Creighton, 9 a.m. Mountain Time pregame and 10 a.m. Mountain Time tip on Saturday from the Sanford Pentagon. That is our next broadcast. That will do it. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.
0: You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Borke, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin BYU Sports Network.